Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Digitally Downloaded Podcast, Digitally Uploaded. My name's Alan, and I'm going to be a little bit of a big old host boy for you today. Um, I've returned. I'm not dead. Also, Matt's here. Hello, Matt. Hello. How are you doing, Alan? Not I'm dead, not, Alan. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. It's good. It's dead, Dan. Um, we also have Scylla with us as well. Hello. Hi. Hi. And we've got Trent. I'm Trent's alive as well. Yeah. Uh, is that, that's arguable. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we got a little bit of stuff to talk about this week, so we're going to jump right into it. We're actually going to be using a lot of Luminous music this week because Luminous just came out and that game is great. So uh, we'll see you there.
Welcome back. I hope that music puts you in a good mood because Luminous is a great game. If you haven't played it yet and that music doesn't convince you to, then there's something wrong with you. So for the first section of the podcast this week, we are going to talk about the games of July. It's the start of a new month and that means there's an awful lot of new stuff to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. So looking at the Nintendo Switch first up, we have Shining Resonance Refrain is the first big one that comes out on July 10. That is a JRPG that was originally released on the PS3 and uh, was never released in English until now and has the art of Tony Tucker, who is a, an amazing fan service artist. So that's something to get to look forward to if you're a JRPG fan. Uh, we've got All-Star Fruit Racing on uh, July 13, which is pretty silly fun uh captain toad comes out on the same day which is oh. great and who doesn't like captain toad captain i don't toad. like captain toad oh you're wrong oh, um no. we'll come back to how wrong alan is in a moment uh octopath traveler comes out on the same day that's going to be a busy day and we we'll also uh, go back to how that wrong alan is in regards to that game as well <laughs> yes uh and then yes. For roguelike fans, Toho Genso Wanderer Reload comes out on the 17th. And that was a game that was released on PS for a year ago, I think, and is actually really good. So it'll be even better on handheld. Uh, let's skip past Xbox. No one cares about Xbox. Uh, um, PlayStation 4, what do we got to look forward to? Oh, there's a new Warhammer 40,000 game coming out. Right it's at the bad. start of the month, which is probably bad, but yeah. It is bad. It's released yeah. on PC already. It's the Inquisitor Martyr game. It's just yeah. Diablo, but bad. But of course, when Alan says something bad, it's probably good, and he's just being negative, but you know. No. Yeah. <laughs> just stop this, me this like method of just devaluing me. I actually oh, do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're, oh, you're just so negative, Alan. So negative. Um, yeah. Actually, a little bit later on, there's a new fighting game coming out on PS4, which is exciting. Um... What's it called? Ko, Kohime Enbo or something. It was just announced this week. And it's um, basically Romance of the Three Kingdoms, so Dynasty Warriors. But all the characters are women and they fight and it's good. Um, all Star Fruit Racing comes out on PS4 as well, which is good. And so does Shining Resonance Refrain. Uh, Sonic. Oh, let's not talk about Sonic. Um Oh, the Banner Saga 3, that comes out at the end of the month too. And if you play the first two Banner Sagas, you should know why that's an exciting release as well. Mm. And I, that's about it. It's a fairly quiet month, I think. Yeah. But it's good if you like JRPGs. There's a couple of good ones um, coming, which is good. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so infused. Alan yeah. Ala doesn't like JRPGs because he's a negative name. I do like JRPGs. <laughs> I just like good ones and ones that are good. <laughs> that was incredibly descriptive. <laughs> I don't know. None of those things made me very interested at all. It's just that I can't afford any games. That's the problem. That is also a pretty big. I have to like convince myself that I don't want. Like I, I can't. I don't want these games, so I don't actually buy them. It's like I'm sitting here like conditioning myself. <laughs> Well, skipping past Alan, who just put a dampener on the whole mood. Um... Yeah, I do, that. <laughs> I do that now. This is my role. Priscilla, is there anything coming out next month that you're interested in in particular? Yes, I already have um, Project Octopath pre-ordered because I think that it looks really good. Yeah. The collector's edition. <laughs> I got the collector's edition pre-ordered. No. Oh. I only, I only pre-ordered it the other week, so I missed out. But it's still up there the other month, though. 
I don't, well, when I went to EB, it was sold out. Oh. But that's okay. And, Is there um, anything in the collector's edition that's good? Because most of the time, the collector's editions are pretty... It's just, here is the game, and also it's a postcard. I think it was a diorama and a soundtrack and an art book. Does that sound oh, right? That's all right. That could be all right. I mean, I like art books and soundtracks. They're good things to go in limited editions. It's when they give you the figures that things get crappy because those figures are never as good as the ones that you could just buy anyway. But anyway, that's another story for another day. Project Octopath looks good. Yes, and other than that, I think just Captain Toad. I haven't tried the demo yet, yeah. but it looks like fun, so I think I'll Cap give it a Captain Toad's so happy. It's such a happy little game. That's why people like Alan don't like it, because they're not happy people. But if you're a happy person... <laughs> this, is, this is, like, actually cursed. <laughs> if you're a happy person, you like Captain Toad. It's as simple as that. It's like It really is that, that kind of equation. I don't know why Alan doesn't like Captain Toad. It sounds You've like never played that, have you, you? It's like, Alan, have you happy, had your happy today? No. <laughs> you no. haven't played Captain Toad, have you, Alan? I have. I played it on Wii U and was like, this is the biggest mini game I've ever seen in my life that I don't want to play ever again. You got stuck on the first That's... level, didn't you? No, it was just boring. <laughs> <laughs> Zero interest. In we all know, we all know, Alan, you got stuck. Yes. You can believe what you want. <laughs> yeah, that's why I stopped playing the demo on the Switch, actually. I died on, I started dying on this one when I introduced the monsters. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's not a hard game. It's just like this was like, oh, uh, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I felt about the game. It was like this is, this is a game. It's definitely a video game. It's coming out. Great, cool, neat. Never going to play it. I'm getting really jaded. You are. You are. <laughs> you obviously haven't had enough coffee yet this morning, Alan. I um, have. I've had a coffee. <laughs> it's nonsense. Look, it, I don't know. It might, if you enjoy Captain Toad gonna like this because it's just captain toad well a lot of people probably didn't play captain toad because it was on the wii u and nobody accepted yeah so no one should buy captain toad because games, games journalists had the wii u so um yeah this is a first chance for a lot of people to play captain toad and it's um it's good it's great it's a simple kind of puzzle game but it's all about the charm and um captain toad you know, wandering around picking See, up stuff. i don't get that i don't get this idea of it's all about the charm because i have zero interest in that like, <laughs> again, this is continuing the matter of Alan is just upset about so everything. Great. I don't so, like games which are happy. <laughs> no, so like, I think okay. you don't like Yoshi either, Alan. I do like Yoshi. Just, I think you're just Yoshi a is human very, monster. Very good. You don't like Kirby either. I do like Kirby. I just like old Kirby. Not no, you, Kirby, Kirby when it was like Yanni and stuff. No, that's that's the worst. No, it's, that's the it's best. It's actually not the worst. That's the best one. Like, it is unreasonable how wrong you all are. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like an all right month. I don't think I'll be buying any new games. I have zero <laughs> tolerance for things that are just... It's a hap. I just, okay, I just okay. don't like it. Okay, old man, Alan. Um, yeah, I'm going to wave my cane. <laughs> no fun allowed. For the rest of us, um, yeah. I, I think a lot of people who like JRPGs will like Shining Resonance. It's a series that has... Um, it, it used Would to get localized to people. Well, it used to, it used to get re, uh, localized into English, but then they stopped. So I think this is the first, I guess, attempt to bring the series back to the West. So um, hopefully, it gets 
it draws some eyeballs um, because the series is good, and it'd be good that if it. What sort of what sort of gameplay is it, Matt? Tell me. Um, that's a good question, Alan. You can grab the you can go and grab the demo now if you want oh, to. There's a demo. Try. Yeah, there's a demo. You can try it out for yourself. Um, okay, I have a secondary question. Yeah. Upon loading the game up, how fast? Like in terms of time, how much is there time between like game booting and suddenly like anime breasts? I don't know. I mean, it's Tony Taka is the character. So there's, there's, there's going to be screen is just breasts. There's going to there's going to be a lot of anime poop. You just have to accept these things. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but t- Tony Taka is a particularly good artist at that. Um, so, you know, if you can look past it, um, <laughs> if you're not if you're not the kind of person that recoils at the sight of anime boobs uh, and and gets very upset by the you know continuing corruption of our youth via video when games. Somebody um, please think of the children. <laughs> yeah, you, you should be all right with it. But uh, you know, for, for people like Alan, there is Sonic Mania. He'll probably play that. I will play Sonic Mania. That game yeah. is great. The most it's objectively like... trash series of all in Alan. That's the one what Alan. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think that's being a Sonic. Actually, you're, I, I apologize. Apologize to Sonic fans. It's because Kojima was never involved with Sonic, so it's not the most. Look, if he was though, that'd be the sickest collab. <laughs> It would be even worse. It'd be like, it'd be like putting two things that are really horrible together. It'd be like putting two things that are really good together and making a good sandwich. No, no, no. Sonic be... is popular because it just became popular. Like Sonic is the same quality of Bubsy. Like we just don't want that. <laughs> this is actually extremely cursed. No, that's not. It's true. That. It's true. No, it's not. So I like my Bubsy, and you can you like your Sonic. You but at the same time, they're on the experience. same level. They're not. <laughs> they are. This is a lie. <laughs> and um, just to get back on track, the one one I did mention earlier that I would also re-mention, uh, All-Star Fruit Racing. I can't talk too much about it because under embargo and all that kind of nonsense. But I am playing it now um, for review down the track, and it sounds dumb, but it's actually quite good. Embargo. Well, I, have, I haven't put a score on it, so <laughs> there's no review there, and I'm sure PQ will forgive me for saying the game is good. Um, but yeah, it's worth looking forward to. If you're into kart races, um, and you I'm like not. your Mario Kart, I like stuff, fun. I'm not talking about you, Alan, because <laughs> you don't like anything. But you know, for the listeners out there, you know, the people tuning in, uh, if you like your kart races, uh, I think you should look at this one because you probably read the title for it and dismissed it, but don't. Have like an me. And have a have a proper look at it because and read my review because yeah it'll say things words do tend to say things it will <laughs> um and on that note let's go, reckon, to, yeah. let's go to some music yep
And welcome back from that music. All right, so this week we've actually been talking a lot on the DDNet Slack about what our three favorite games actually are. Um, so as a result of that, Matt and I were kind of just like, let's just turn this into the podcast section this week because why not? Let's do it. And we did it. So it's happening. It's happening right now. You never saw it coming. It's incredible. Um, so we're going to start off with Scylla. So she's going to go through a couple of her favorite games. And by a couple, I mean three. Not I more, can't. not less. Has to be no. exactly three. No more, nor less. Exactly. It must be exactly three. All right. So Scylla. Go. <laughs> 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 okay. Take it away from me, please. All right. So I had to think a bit about this because I feel like my list changes all the time. But my overall, I think the first one would have to be Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh. That's a fair cop. Good choice. Thanks. <laughs> that's a good game that's one of the games i actually like <laughs> oh wow well i'm i'm glad we can agree on one game it's a good game <laughs> obviously well not obviously but i played it on the ps2 and the ps3 i have not played it on the ps4 but i do own two copies of it i just haven't had the time so wait why do you own what? two copies of it if you don't mind me asking like how does that happen well, I was given one, and then I was given another one as gifts. Oh, so people, people! Some people have friends, Alan, and friends. Oh, friends that gifts. sounds like a nerd thing, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you like about the game, Priscilla? So, other than obviously scaling the colossi, which is the main point, I like in all three of the games, but Shadow of the Colossus specifically is that. Even though people say there's not, there is a story, but the story kind of isn't just told you it's kind of open to interpretation and one of my favorite things to do when I finished the game was go online and see what everyone assumed happened and how it linked to the previous game everyone is actually a horned boy yeah and that, that, was, that was because of what Wanda did with um killing the poor little Wanda outside. I love Wanda. I love the fact that he shouts Agro's name so emphatically. Like that's yeah. one of the best part of that game. And one of the one of the only times a game hurt my heart was when Agro kind of had a bit of a fall. A bit of a tumble. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sad. That is a bad part of the game. That's very upsetting. It's pretty pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty heartbreaking. I I actually remember I went to a, a symphony um which played a whole bunch of different video game music and I feel the like they'd have to do Shadow. Well, they did. That's what yeah. I'm getting at, Alan. Stop yeah. ruining my story. <laughs> no. um, and and at, on, on the background, uh, they had a big screen which was playing scenes from the games and all that kind of stuff. And they played the Shadow of Colossus uh, main theme, I believe it was. I can't remember the name That's of the it. The main theme? Well, the, 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 one that plays, the one that plays uh, you know, at the opening, uh, in the opening cinematic. Oh, uh, like the, 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 the chorus thingy. Yeah, 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 that, that one. Oh. Uh, and and, that. and then... <laughs> And then, um, yeah, the, the scene actually shows that scene with the horse taking the tumble, and uh, I was like, "Oh wow, this is, this is hurting my I heart." I love that we're so blind about it, taking a fall, taking the tumble, <laughs> having a bit of a, had a bit of a stumble, you know. <laughs> it happens sometimes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> tripped and fell. What about your other two games, Priscilla? All right, so the second one would have to be Pokemon Silver, just for the nostalgia value and I think it's the best one in a series because it introduced so many mechanics I like like day and night shiny Pokemon breeding 
things like that. So it's probably yeah, one so of the games. The gen. It, does time polytoad. On. it does have polytoad. Yes. What is a polytoad? It's a oh, it's that, it's that stupid frog thing. Yeah. It's green. Like, come on. I can't even be more, really more excited about things. I can't. It's it's physically impossible. It's not I'm the best. Out. Anyway, it's Farfetch'd. Farfetch'd is the best. Farfetch'd is pretty good. Yeah, well, I was in the same, you know, Gen 1, Gen 2, you know. I do like that Farfetch'd just has a leak. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the best. He could, he could make a wonderful sauce. Well, you know that's a joke, actually, Alan. Yeah, I know. Like that character, that that monster is a, is a joke. They they often say, uh, yeah, as a a particularly gullible person is like a, a duck with a leak, um, because yeah, the the duck's carrying the ingredients with you with him to turn him into a a soup. So that's actually where that character comes from. It's a popular kind of joke about dumb people in Japan. Um, so yeah, <laughs> and when that Pokemon yeah. was first revealed. Like before it was official, you could say the Pokemon leaked. I hate that. <laughs> but that's a, that's the thing I love about Pokemon is like so many of the characters are actually like jokes about you know, in the Japanese language or wordplay and stuff. And a lot of people out the West don't quite get them. We just like them because they're cute characters or whatever. But um... like Ditto, everyone's favorite Pokemon. <laughs> Ditto's the worst. Ditto's like, the no, worst. okay, no, Voltorb is the worst, I reckon, because he's just, he's just a sphere. Like nothing about that is imaginative. Pokeball, Pokemon. Like, it's like, okay. Guys, guys, we've got five minutes left. We have to design one more Pokemon. What do we do? And there's just a guy throwing a ball against the wall. Like perfect. Yes, that one. There's worse design than Voltorb. Oh, uh, there are, but that one's not good. It's better than Mug. It's better yeah. than Smash Pokemon for whatever generation that was. Uh, all of them. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. There's a physical Pokemon which is trash, and then there's it's another Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, there's some other Pokemon which is ice cream. Yeah, it's it's glacial. Like and no, Clef, which is the keys. But anyway, that's not in Gen two. That's all later stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's like the horrible generation. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, I agree. Pokemon Silver was a good right, one. So <laughs> and the first Pokemon, Pokemon Silver, good game. No Voltorb. That's a best game. <laughs> wow. So my third game would be. Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, oh, there's a choice. That that is yeah. a big old game. <laughs> it is big. Yes, so <laughs> it's heavy on I've the. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried many MMOs after the over the years, but I hate being stuck to one class. So one of my favorite things about fourteen is you just have to equip a weapon for the class, and as long as you've unlocked it, obviously, and you can play whatever you want. Also, I really like the story and the fact that you can obviously play with other people. And I found the community really nice, like a bit embarrassing here, but I played RuneScape for 15 years and that community is a trash fire. So coming to another one <laughs> where they're actually nice yeah, really was good people. really lovely. <laughs> yeah. And you can yeah. play triple and, and you can go on Chocobo rides. You can, you can yes. yeah, tour the whole world on the back of a Chocobo, which is just perfect. Mm, yeah, that's nice. I like birds. Chocobos are, <laughs> are amazing. Also, there's that weird um, detective side story, which is just brilliant. Hildebrand, I love that. Yes. He should have his own series, to be honest. He's just, I, I love his 
side stories. There's so much to do in Final Fantasy XIV. I think is the thing. I I can only respect them for what they did with that game because originally it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I the mean, fact the that fact... they not only worked that into the main game story it makes me so happy. Well, the fact that Square Enix was willing to admit they made such a mistake that they actually canned the original, um, yeah. went back to Square One and fixed it. Went back to Square One. Yeah. How good was yeah, that? I didn't even um, But yeah, that, I, I was really impressed with Square Enix for actually doing that. That couldn't have been an easy business decision to make. No. And they did. And it worked because... It's definitely paid off as well for them. Yeah, it absolutely has. Mm. All right, those are excellent. Uh, Trent, let's go through your top three. My top three. Well, go. basically with my list, I decided to just go for things which are more prolific in terms of what i've over the years sort of like used to do stuff on the internet with i guess rather than just picking games because there's so many good games um so with that said um you know the first game would be another code two memories on the nintendo ds um obviously i ended up running a fan site for that game so uh 13 year old you probably guess that trent likes that game if he writes a fan site (laughs) that might be the case (laughs) Yes, might be. <laughs> Obviously, thirteen-year-old me also thought the girl was probably probably pretty cute as well. But anyway, um, the game in general is like a visual novel. You know, it's like Singer's first game on the Nintendo DS. There were a lot of sort of visual novel games on the DS, so um, it was just one of the first. Um, yeah, so. I have I have known nothing about it. <laughs> it's a it's a good game. It's it's quite a clever little game too. It uses the DS's hardware in interesting ways. Like I remember there was I remember there was one puzzle where you actually had to close the DS to like create a stamp impression. Um, no, that's absolutely awful. That's also in Phantom Hourglass, and that confused the absolute god out of me. Yes, well, it was in first in that game, and then every other game used it since. It was great when it was first a thing. <laughs> it was. It was a clever puzzle. It was it was done in a way that you could figure it out. It was. I really appreciated that game for its puzzles and its ingenuity with the hardware. It was a good way of showcasing what the DS was capable of, I guess. I think there were some sections where you had to blow on the microphone to reveal, like, every as well. every DS game around that point of launch had some mechanic where you had to blow into the microphone to make a bubble or something. Yeah, yeah, they used it a lot. I don't know why. Like the, only the-, game, the only game I actually would give that to would be Nintendogs because I like blowing on my dog. <laughs> okay, Alan. Okay. Yeah. What wow. are you doing in your spare time? <laughs> that sounds really dumb. Di- oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) No, okay. So that was like, no. You could like kind of punish the dog if it did a dumb thing by blowing on it, being like, don't. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop talking. Not even what we try to defend it. Trent, Trent, save us. Take us to your second game. (laughs) All right. So, my second game, with that in mind, um, um, (laughs) not not, not basically Alan's whole thing, but my whole, you know, just prolific sort of, you know, games which I've sort of, you know, used to you know, polarize myself, do things cool, that sort of thing. Um, I'm going to pick Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life on the GameCube as well. Um, so that, uh, where my little um, username thing actually came from, like the Est part was from Harvest Moon. Like I just dropped the Est. Like before that, I had some pretty whacked out like names. Like I remember I like had on my MSM name at one stage was like Trinolink. Like That's basically- very... <laughs> That is a very MSN name, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like basically Trin was like the first part, but I always had some sort of like video game character or TV show or something at the end. And there were some pretty whacked out ones, but the only one I remember was Trino Link because it was just over the top stupid. <laughs> but um the game itself though is pretty good. You know, it was a great, you know, it was probably the last good Harvest Moon game. Um I know Matt likes um tree of tranquility but i hate that because of the loading screens the game was just way too big in terms of visually designed areas yeah like, but you can have a pit <laughs> you can have a pit you can give it a leak as well pet duck a leak alan what are you talking about you give the leak to the ducks you eat your pet duck you don't why are you so anti-eating duck matt because ducks, ducks are your so friends great, it's That's like not your friend. Red, red meat. It's juicy. It tastes. They're cack, and then they eat your seeds. You're all wrong. Ducks. Are <laughs> Ducks are great, and especially with orange, like an orange dew or something like. Uh, this is obsessing me now, Trent. <laughs> Ducks. <laughs> I don't so, know. Yes. I don't know. I don't have much else to add to that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I love that you chose Harvest Moon because. I love that series, but now that you just want to eat the animals, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> well, that's what the end goal is, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, like you're selling the animals to someone who's going to eat them, and you get the duck eggs and, I don't know, just duck eggs. I don't think there were ducks in AOL. There were, um... America Online? No ducks allowed in America Online. <laughs> wow. Free zone. Um, <laughs> yes. um, you can get eggs of some description i think they were from chickens but anyway yeah. the whole idea was to sell them to people hmm. yeah so you're, you're peddling murder how do you feel good and there's a horse, <laughs> a little horse around the map hmm. so i assume priscilla played a uh, a w l not a o l lol um <laughs> um which which uh companion did you end up going with <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said I haven't played that one. Oh, oh, disappointing. No one's I played it. Really it doesn't even exist. <laughs> I, haven't played, I haven't played Unwinter for Life for like God knows how long. I don't remember who you could end up marrying and stuff. That was It was like a plant person, which was green, so I went with that because green's my favorite color. There was like some mine too. there was like some <laughs> yuppie hipster <laughs> depresso red bitchy chick. Oh, I was going to say, like, most of what you're saying is just me right now. <laughs> um, and then there was another one, which was a different color. I think they were blue. But, yeah, they ran the inn, I think. So there was the inn chick, there was the person up on the hill, and then there was, like, the farm girl. Yeah. My favorite girl's in the first one called Eve. I don't know if you played it, but I only went for her because she worked. She lived in a bar, so she was always up late at night, so I could do everything else first. And had and access to all the alcohol. That was the main thing. One. All that long, long. Yeah. No, wait, the second is one. I mean, they've always been grape juice anyway. Yeah, I like how you go. I like how you go to the bar and you get grape juice, and it's like, yeah, we all know what you're actually talking about there, Harvest Moon. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about meth. They're talking about meth. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Meth Wednesday. It is, it is, it is remote, rural, whatever. So, you know, meth is and ice is probably high on the list of Friday afternoon, evening activities. Just um, going to turn to the pub for a cheeky pint. <laughs> cheeky pint of ice. Yeah. Uh, okay, and Trent, the last Final one. Final game. Well, ba basically, because it just leaves my last one, and there's just so many games, I was really confused as to what I should pick. Um, 
because I could list so many games for so many different reasons. And so in the end, I think I decide, you know, because The Legend of Zelda is my favorite series, I'm going to have to pick Breath of the Wild just because <laughs> much to Alan's disagreements because he hates people having fun. I also like. hate people having fun. You are correct. <laughs> But um, the reason I liked um, Breath of the Wild was because of the whole exploration thing and the whole, you know, seeing the world as a big mass. Yes, I know there's no dungeons where and all the other stuff, but at the end of the day, it really sold well on being a big giant land which you could do, explore and kill things. So no, I can't get off the can't get off the plateau at the start of the game. <laughs> it's like the tutorial and i'm stuck this game is screwed stuff that game just don't be it back took me again, ages to don't get don't get good me i'm gonna get good you <laughs> get good at you and i assume there's also ducks in breath of the wild i can't remember but you know you could you also can, cook ducks you can give them a leak yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't cook the duck mm. why are you so like not into duck cooking I don't do any of the hunting. You know, I don't do any of the hunting mini games in these things. What? How, but that's the okay. It, do, it does make some games pretty hard to finish. <laughs> it makes them almost impossible. Like the Tomb Raider games and stuff. I love them and all that, but I don't want to kill stuff. So I mean, people's fine, but I don't want to kill animals. <laughs> I don't want to kill stuff. So what you're saying is, if the game allowed you to be a um, like eat human. Then you'd be fine with that. Like, yeah, 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 Matt hasn't fine. played Fallout though, so I don't understand. But does that include fishing? Because fishing's in like every game. Fish, fish aren't even real animals. animals. No, see, with the fishing, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like to fish imagine I put the fish back or something. The gray area. <laughs> uh, going back to it, I, I, I wonder life. It had fishing. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Zelda. But Breath of Wild. <laughs> Breath of Wild didn't have fishing, so you know. Kind of just have to swim and catch a fish. Yeah. I drowned so many times. Just got to get that fish. (laughs) Yeah. Got to have it. Okay. On that note, we'll go to some music, which is not going to be fishy. Ah, And um, I don't get the pun, Matt. Can you please explain the pun? No, I I can't actually because... I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what Punner was driving at, actually. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, was, I was genuinely interested to see <laughs> you what you were saying. We're going quacking mad, but no, um, <laughs> but we will go to some more luminous music. Let's have some happy music, and then we'll come back and listen to Alan's top three games if he can actually manage to find three games he likes. The other two songs. <laughs>
and welcome back. I'm here to talk about my things now. I matter. I'm important. That's all that matters. I'm the one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to ruin the podcast. Um, so I have three games that I've been sort of going between every 10 seconds because apparently I am not very good at choosing things, um, which is not very surprising to be totally honest. Um, so probably what I'd say as the three big old big games recently for me has been Bloodborne as the first one, probably the, the first game that I like sort of returned to single player with after about 10 years of doing pretty much extremely multiplayer games. Um, that game is awesome. It's real good. Um, I bought my PS4 and then bought Bloodborne pre-owned, I believe, like a, about a month and a half after. Um, and that was all I played for about three or four months. And it was just wonderful. And because I was working full time at the time, um, it was sort of the game I'd get home and I'd you know, put in a couple of hours of it and then make dinner and then go to sleep. And that was just wonderful. So that game is really, really good fun. If you've never played it before, it's very much a Dark Souls-like game, but just very aggressive. So if you found the Dark Souls games really, really slow and kind of boring, um, you will find Bloodborne way more interesting, way more fun, and just generally pretty pretty dang good, I'd say. It's right. Um, yeah okay it's all right i like it i like it i'm not saying you're wrong alan i'm waiting to hear you just say that neo though <laughs> yeah i was going to but yeah there we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh neo is also pretty good i don't like it as much but you know bloodborne has the greatest soundtrack of all time as far as i'm concerned it's very very good and um, has white samurai yes Matt. william adams Bill. yes but it, does he have the blood and is he our uh, cause or some no, but he gets to dress as a really cool samurai dude and but stuff. do some say cousin but like bloodborne is great it's perfect beautiful. it's the perfect game <laughs> no i look all of those games it's kind of yeah whatever setting and whatever you prefer is is great i think bloodborne was very good very good. I can I like hear the... you being very restrained right now. <laughs> why do people? Think... I, I gave Bloodborne a five out of five. I, I like Bloodborne. I don't know why people don't think I do. I like them all. I like Dark Souls. I like Bloodborne. Um, I really like Neo, and I really don't like the Surge. I don't think anyone likes the Surge. <laughs> I think if you don't like the Surge, you're just a regular human. <laughs> um, it just shows how hard it is. The Surge shows how hard it is to do this. Oh, and Lords well. of the Fallen, everyone's yeah. favorite video game. Yeah, Lords of the Fallen is the other one. Those two games, which are by the same developer, actually actually show how hard it is to do what Bloodborne and Neo and Dark Souls do well. Um, so you got to, you kind of have to play them because then you can appreciate Bloodborne all the more. I think. Mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I don't know if you've never played it before. I believe it's going in the twenty dollar like PlayStation Classics thing that they're now doing. Um, so pick it up. It's good. It's a really good game. And I think a lot of people probably could have got it when it was free on PS Plus too. Oh, also that, yeah, I got that too. Maybe, so. maybe they haven't actually had a chance to play it yet. If you are one of those people that download PS Plus games and don't end up playing them um, because you haven't got time or whatever, find the time for Bloodborne. See, it's, I keep forgetting to download them, so I reckon you sh they should automatically download to your PlayStation. It would be yeah, so I miss so many. I go through at the beginning of each month and just buy them. Speaking of which, XCOM Two is currently free, which is the one of the best strategy games I've played in a very long time. So get that. Get that right now. I have um, it on Xbox. Eh. Meh. <laughs> play, it. play it on one. Play, play it, play it on a console one. or a PC. Play it, you yeah. do. It's a real yeah. good game. Um, 
big old second game. It's going to be very controversial because it's a very new game. God of War. <laughs> I can hear Matt screaming. Is it because you're uh, a dad? Yeah, yeah dad, of, dad of boy. It's a very good game. But you don't even have a child to understand the compassion and the emotion between... I don't need characters. a child. I can... Look, Atreus is my boy. He is my boy. That's all that matters. Um, yeah. So that game is very, very good. I don't know. It's been, you know, let's say three months since the game launched or two months, whatever. Um, and there has been no backlash about the game, which is a really good sign because with Breath of the Wild, when that came out, everyone after like maybe two or three weeks were kind of like, oh, this isn't as good as it was originally. And then when Mario Odyssey came out and everyone was like, this is the best game ever made. But that happens and, with all Nintendo games. Everyone just jumps to the next big thing. No, but like, but it like that happens with every game usually, and it just hasn't happened with God of War, and that's very very good. Because Sony we, hasn't released anything this year after God of War. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, God of War is real good. I don't know if you haven't played it before. Like, it's, very it's much. Like, it's worth the price of entry. There's like no big thing for it to jump to. Like, there's nothing on the PlayStation. Yeah, because the game is too good. Too good. So there's no more releases on the PlayStation because Alan says God of War is too good. Yes. Well, it's either that or Days Gone. (laughs) Like, what do you want? Um, Yeah, I don't know. God of War, really, really good video game. If you've not played it before, definitely find a copy of it, pick it up, play it. I've spent 30 or so hours in a game that is very much single player based. And that's crazy to me. Like, not even really an RPG-ish game, just, like, straight up an uh, open-worldy, explorey action game, and that's very, very fun! It's a very good video game. I like it a lot. I like it quite a lot. Um, And then, big old final third game. Um, I've probably talked about this a lot before, but I have this very complex relationship with Overwatch, where I go between hating it and everything it stands for, and then also spending incredible amounts of time in it. Um... So that, that game uh, sort of re rebuilt my love of the class-based shooter and then also made me appreciate how much I hated Battleborn. Um, There's a hamster now. There is a hamster. He's named Hammond. He's a very happy little boy. There's a hamster. Yeah, he's my son. You know, really? it's, the, it's the end of Overwatch when they're, they're starting to roll out, roll out hamsters as characters. No, so, like Hamtaro, I'll so play Overwatch if the character looks like it's, so, it's a hamster, hamster like a thing. Yeah, so he's a wrecking ball. His name is Wrecking Ball. Um, no, and no, the no, idea no, is no, that he's no. a very mobile tank that can be used as a wrecking ball to slam into people. It's great. It's no, great... he's got to be like Hamtaro. And when you like crash into things, he's got to go, kush, kush, kush. It's Hamtaro time. I hate that. The best, the best <laughs> ham, ham heartbreak, just saying. Oh, ham ham heartbreak was good. Yes. Zero understanding. <laughs> what talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, Overwatch is real good. I don't know. I've played it a lot. I've played a lot of competitive mode. I can't play it in casual mode anymore because I get too angry. Because this game makes me incredibly angry. Oh, so you're um, the reason I don't play Overwatch anymore, Alan. Yeah, because you guys don't know how to play the goddamn game. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get good enough. Yeah, you um, should get good. <laughs> no, Overwatch is good because, yeah, I, I mean, I've been playing Paladins quite a bit because I had the <laughs> for, for, for Switch. And I find Paladins to be perfectly workable. 
But, yeah, it is a video game. You are correct. Yeah, but I mean, you, you kind of appreciate it. it's a bit like uh, playing the Surge or Lords of the Fallen, and then oh, playing um, Bloodborne. You know, you you play Paladins and you appreciate how much how much thoughts actually work. Into Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, how much how much work has gone into making Overwatch that kind of leading game experience? Because mm. yeah, it's good. Also, Overwatch has Diva, and Overwatch does have Diva. I do like it. Diva. I yeah. like Diva a lot. She's great. Yeah, so that's my three games, Matt. <laughs> okay, my turn. Um, so first of all, I will say Persona Four. Not because, surprising. Yeah, Persona Four is a game I've actually played basically every year since first playing it. Um, I actually missed the PS2 release at the time. Uh, so first time I actually played it was the Golden um, Port, which on I feel like is the way to do it. To be yeah, honest, I think I got I think I did that right uh, by accident. But yeah, I've played it. What that game came out in 2014 or thereabouts. Yeah. 2000, no, it was 2011. 2011. Wow. Well, in that case, I have this is now my seventh playthrough of Persona 4 Golden. I've played, basically played it through once a year ever since. And um, I love it. I think it's an amazing game. I think it does storytelling better than any other JRPG that we've seen before or after. Um, and it's just perfectly balanced between the gameplay bits, um, the visual novel bits, and uh, the characters are wonderful, and I love them all except for Chie. And why do you hate fun? You like Teddy? I like oh, Teddy. Teddy's yeah, great. Awesome. Like I like Teddy too, but everyone always hates him. I like Teddy. I don't like. I don't like Yosuke. Yosuke is an absolute toolbag. What but, are you um, on about? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I agree with Matt. Like, see, but... see, Teddy is fun because Teddy's a great pun on like being like he's like you know not a bear, but he's actually a twink. And like, he's... <laughs> oh, I don't know if I Teddy, Teddy's, Teddy's such a loser. He's adorable. I love Teddy because he's he's so hopeless. Um, uh, yeah, but you know, Rise, I, I I love Rise, and uh, Yukiko is wonderful, and. I quite like Naoto, and <laughs> I think Kanji's a hero. He's he's a he's a prince. He's Kanji. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I like it all, and I like the way the characters gel together, you know, and uh, the way it depicts school life in Japan and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah, it's cool. I love going into TVs after school. <laughs> in Japan, you can, Alan. Not in Australia. In Japan, it's like how the toilets go around the other way in the other side of the world. You know, like. <laughs> well, the thing is, like every time I play Persona Four, I have I, I find different things to think about while I'm playing it. But one of the things that I do get from it is how good it is at depicting, putting aside the TV stuff, but how good the, the it is at depicting kind of everyday life in in Japan and especially country Japan. It's not something that we get to see much of in the West. So, um, yeah, it's a different different culture, and that game does a good job of reflecting that culture. Uh, my second game, well, I have to say Hatsune Miku, um, Project Diva. I feel like you are inclined to say Hatsune Miku. Soon. If well, you've not seen Matt's Twitter account, he's currently got it named as Hatsune Miku or something. High Priest of ha the Church of Hatsune Miku. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, All yeah, right. that's me. Um, he but, still hasn't got anything free from Miku yet. But um, 
Future Tone is the the one that has the two hundred and thirty odd songs on the PlayStation Four, and is an arcade perfect port of the uh, sorry a, a perfect port of the arcade game in Japan, and that one I have just recently clocked over my thousandth hour on. Oh so I think it would be, I think it would be ingenuous to say that that game hasn't had a big impact on me, and uh, I, I you know, it's the it's what I do uh, basically after I finish work for the day, um, I put that game on and it's my way of unwinding and relaxing and stuff. So, yeah. And um, as anybody knows, I'm a huge fan of Hatsune Miku and that game was a big part of that and I've been to the concerts in Japan and all of that kind of stuff and the games introduced me to it. So I have to say Hatsune Miku. Um, what about the third one? What, what about the third one? third one? What would be the one that would annoy Alan alive. most? Well, I was two souls. I was so tempted to say Dead or Alive Five because I have spent a lot of time playing Dead or Alive Five. To say um, Beyond or say Omicron or say no, anything. I've, I've done two fairly recent games. So for the third one, I'm going to go way out there and I'll say Final Fantasy One, oh. the original, because oh. way it's back when that was the one that. Well, I mean, all the Final Fantasy games were what got me into JRPGs in the first place because as a kid. In Australia, we didn't get many JRPGs uh, released on our consoles here. So I would, I'd heard about Final Fantasy, obviously, it was a big name even back then, but I had to emulate them and um, play them through less than legitimate means on my PC and whatever. But I did, and they were the only ones that I kind of had much exposure to. So it got me into the genre, and Final Fantasy 1 is in a funny way, it's kind of the most pure Final Fantasy because. It's the most simple. Uh, it really boils everything down to the most basic of elements. And historically, it's interesting because that's where the series got its start. So I'll say Final Fantasy 1. It's not It's not a game I'd say is particularly playable by today's standards. Uh, I certainly don't recommend anybody rush out and try and play Final Fantasy 1 because you'll probably get annoyed. Um, yep. <laughs> and then turn into someone like Alan and hate everything as a result. But yeah, uh, that's me. <laughs> But if you can, I mean, if you, you you can probably compromise and play one of the remakes. Um, I think you can get it on PC and iPhone and stuff. You can get it in, on every single console that's out there right now. Pretty, pretty much. Sure. Pretty much. So the, there's a they did do a remake that uses modern graphics and cleans up the interface and makes it play a bit more like a modern Final Fantasy. So if you're curious and seeing that game, then do that one. It's also quite short, so... I've actually played it through more times than a lot of other JRPGs because you can basically finish it in about 20 hours or so. Yeah. It's a good game. It's a, it's a fine game. It's more important for what it did than what it actually plays as now, but it's quite good still. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Me agree with uh, things, see? And Dead or Alive 5. No. Uh -huh, I got a fourth one in because I'm the editor. I can't. It's illegal. Dead or Alive 5. It's cursed. It introduced the world to Marie Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> Gave Koei Tecmo the leading character in Japan. Sonic's got nothing on Marie Rose. I don't know how to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. And but, I think with but that... she probably she probably won't even be in Dead or Alive Six because Koei's gone and done some stupid other direction of the series and ruined it. And fuck Koei. No, well, this was a PG podcast until that. So. <laughs> until that last comment. Great. Mm. All right. Well, I'm That's not right. Alan, that out. Alan, Alan, Alan can beep it out. It's I'm right. not doing that. I refuse. <laughs> Alrighty. And with that, um, we're going to 
probably wrap this bad boy up right now. So, um, yeah, that was some video games. We talked about some video games. Isn't that exciting? Hooray. We'll be back to do some more next week. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So from the DDNet crew, uh, we'll all see you around.